Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, number 76. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George, the Bone King speaking, and I'm joined by... Agent, the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs a place, the host with the most and the most grandiose villain. Oh my god, he's here! <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Dr. Rude. Who who let him in here? MD. I, here. I got to do it. MD. I oh. got to do it. He forgot to do it. I got to do no, it. Nobody <laughs> lets me in. I just know where I'm not needed. <laughs> you always find the secretive entrances that no one realizes. <laughs> I, I, I'm like I just the, have. I'm like the opposite of Superman. Superman knows where he's needed. I know where I'm not needed. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I I have one question though. Does the cackling, do you take, like, calls or something for, like, the throat? Because you do it a lot. What? The laugh? The cackle. The, the laugh. Does it hurt your throat? Or do you, like, take calls? Like, it was, it, give uh, us some it, doctor recommendations if we want to start cackling. It's how, it's, how I emer- it's how I emerged from the womb, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> cackling. You didn't need your first breath. You already were yucking it up, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. The but, funny uh, thing I always is, imagine he just like I know word. his dad, and if I ask his dad that, his dad's gonna say, "Yeah, he did." <laughs> it was kind of like, weird like, when we rolled like, it. So <laughs> yeah, I like, this was, it, it's funny that you mentioned my dad. So there are people who listened to the episode that we did with my dad on, and didn't realize that that was my actual father, and thought there was some like weird inside joke going on between us that just never got explained. <laughs> Well, that'd be kind of weird to have two daddy jokes, you know, know. like you already have daddy with dude and then now you have your dad. Like, we can't do the same joke twice. That one was real. So, to just explain it for anyone who's confused, no, when we have Jim on the show, that is my actual father. Just to clarify. And the last thing we need is to tell Jim, you sound so young, they didn't think you were someone's dad because his ego will be inescapable. That shit is going to fill up a room. Well, all right. Well, before we continue with that, uh, let's go ahead and get started with our recents. Actually, before we even do that, today's show is going to be a special episode about a dream team, Bar Fight Buddies. So uh, I okay. kind of rolled with the alliteration there with Bar Fight Buddies, but we'll definitely explain what that means. Bonk, bonking. Bonking. So uh-huh. a dream team, what exactly is a dream team? It's better than a Freaky Five, right? Yes, so with a Freaky Five, we're basically making a a numbered list, but with a dream team, it's the segment where we fill the roles of our dream teams of any subject in a media, or in media. So, like, for example, with Bar Fight Buddies, we're going to go ahead and pick a dream team of people we would like to back us up in a bar fight. They got to be human. That's one thing. We have a couple rules. Non-powered humans. No no powers at all. No powers at all? None. Fuck. Because I have a fighting game character. A fight? Well, I have a couple fighting game characters. Well, I have a couple fighting game characters, but you'll see. I can roll with it. But before we get into that, let's get into our recents. So, uh, who wants to start us off? I'm ready, but if you guys want to do one, for sure, go for it. Uh, uh, I, I can go first, because I, I, st- I watched a movie, and I watched a new show. Okay, what'd, All right. you, what'd you watch? Uh, so, I watched this movie called Run on Hulu. It stars... Uh, Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It's actually really good. Uh, if you like misery, there you go. It's <laughs> it's that. Like I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, it's misery. 
It just Sarah Paulson's doing her best Kathy Bates impression. Um, so it's Sarah Paulson acting ominously. Hmm, I haven't seen that before. I know. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it uh, the acting was really good and the cinematography was great. Uh, just really quick. Um, it's a mother that kind of is overprotective over her, her disabled daughter and mm-hmm. then not is all as it seems. Ooh. Uh, James, by the way, do not show it to Jojo. There is repeated vomiting. Oh, fun. Oh, I can't even stand vomiting. Let me tell you just seeing it. Oh, you can't either. You no, can't. I, I, no, no, I no. don't know. What, what do you mean you don't know? I don't know because I try. Like, I've tried to watch things where it's like, oh, you know, it's gross-out humor. I know it's fake. It's like, you know, clam chowder or whatever. But then I imagine it's me, and then I start feeling sick, and then it's just like, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, James has a totally different issue with JoJo. Oh? She's just, like, actually, like, violently phobic of vomit. Oh. E- yeah. Even the sound, it just, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I could definitely uh, understand the smell because that would definitely get me gagging immediately. No, no, no. Just, anything Ooh. like if it's like a cartoon character, she's okay. But like, like even like our cat hawking up a hairball, like that's that's a little much for her. But either way, though, Sarah Paulson in anything is something that I am definitely on board for. Even though she sometimes does her things by dartboard, and you, you, is not very good sometimes. You Go you might like it. You and Al will probably enjoy it. I mean, James would enjoy it, but I don't recommend showing it to JoJo. That's all. Uh, I also finally saw it finally debuted uh, earlier this uh, last month in January. Uh, Resident Alien. Have you guys heard about this show at all? <laughs> I feel like I so have. I- I've just forgotten the details. I hate this show because every single time I see the commercial for it, I hear Resident, and I'm like, huh? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sci-fi show. It's Alan Tudyk, uh, our boy, um, but he's the alien, and he changes his form to be a human, and he's in a small town, and he's the town doctor. So he's trying to acclimate himself to people so they don't figure out that he's actually an alien. And he's like... Spoilers! You know, I mean, that's all in the fucking trailer. <laughs> and that's all in the synopsis. I don't know how else to do it. Uh, it's really formulaic at times. Uh, some of it some of it is funny. Others are like, eh, oh, that, a chuckle. Uh, it's, it's not like something uh, out of this world, but it does have good drama at oh, times whoa, whoa. Particular- you just made a uh, did you mean to make that pun yes it's so it's not out of this world oh fucking a all right go ahead sorry <laughs> it's it's a decent comedy drama if you want to fill your time for 45 minutes 48 minutes depending on commercials and it's done by sci-fi which makes me happy that sci-fi is going back to science fiction um mm. also played 76 and hunt and nothing else that's oh, there's reasons. also something pretty interesting about 76, isn't there? You know, what episode are we on? I don't know. What was the episode number? Does anyone recall? Was it 86? Mm. Are we 86 episodes in? 69? No, we did that one already. Uh, nice. 
Just fuck you too. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's episode seventy six, and we totally dropped the ball on having a themed episode for that. But uh, yeah, no, I'm glad to see you're still playing seventy six though. Now you can now you got to keep playing until we get to one hundred and seventy six. I fucking hope not. Like if I'm still playing by episode one hundred seventy six, just kill me. Just, just what do you mean? It lasts forever. It's an MMO. Is it an MMO? It, it's always it? online. It's a Mamorpiger. Mamorpiger. <laughs> it is. Mamorkaber. It's a Mamorpiger, as Yahtzee coined. Um, but maybe we should we should do the theme episode on episode eighty six, just as Bethesda should have eighty six the fucking game a long time ago. There we go. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Uh, perfect, but that's perfect. my recents. Who's next? Uh, I can roll. Oh, Wait, hold, hold on. on. Yours, are, yours, I know, I know, are going to be beefier. So let me just get my stuff out of the way. I was just quick. about to say I have a big one, so you should probably go first if you have a yeah, smaller one. Yeah, you do. Ayo, Jojo and I were watching Bonding. The we, fuck is that? Yeah, what is that? I don't know what that <laughs> it's is. It's a show on Netflix about a girl who's a dominatrix. Nice. And oh. she gets her like gay friend, but it's not like. Like, the focus of the show is not, like, her sex appeal specifically. It's just, like, her job. And then she gets her, like, gay best friend to be, like, her assistant. And he's never done anything, like, remotely related to anything like that. And it's just kind of, like, her and how she kind of uses her job to, like, like, as therapy. And Uh him kind of expanding his horizons. And it's really interesting. It's really cool. I, I mean, season two just came out, so that's why we started watching it. I, I it's funny you mentioned that just really quick because Yakuza has very similar storylines where there's always one about a dominatrix who's trying to get good at her craft and how she's really therapy for people. Like the whole nine yards of what you're explaining, it's in Yakuza yeah. as well. Yeah, so uh, it's a pretty cool show. Uh other than that, I too have also only been playing Hunt and seventy six. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> Play something different, you guys. Like, well, I mean, I am like, I'm still haven't beat Ghost of Tsushima, uh, <laughs> but you know, I am advancing slowly in that as well. It's just most of my free time goes to hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. There is the, the endorphin rush you get from a from a, a server wipe is uh, nothing else has come close. Uh, <laughs> but I also got two new Funko Pops that I'm very excited about. <laughs> Oh, Which I know Funko Pops are like a visual item, but one is a venomized Doctor Strange that is super dope. It glows in the dark. And the other is this comic book moment Funko Pop where it's like a, as opposed to just like a single figurine, it's like a scene or like a diorama or something like that. And this one is Venom fighting Spider-Man. And it's really cool. That's badass. My boyfriend actually has the Funko scene of Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, so he was, he it's was like one of those, of and it's uh, <laughs> it's it's super dope. And yeah, I mean that's like I said, that's life is boring. And for those of you who don't know, I work at a flower shop, so we're ramping up to the busiest uh, the busiest t- uh, week of uh, of our year, and uh, it's gonna be hell. So I'm not gonna have a lot of free time uh, at all. Um, I, I'm sorry, I just got a massive red flag, like hearing that our supervillain works at a, a like a flower shop. Every supervillain needs a front. Yeah, but like poison. Now it's like poison ivy. Now he's gonna have like super like weapons based on plants and shit. Also, soup poison ivy is not a villain. She's just she very yeah, she is. She's just very passionate about what she does. 
but we okay. need somebody but, taking like, care of the environment. At, okay, but no, Swamp Thing is also very passionate about the environment. I was just about, about to say. Without, He's not passionate enough. I was just no. about to say, you don't have to be evil to be passionate about the environment. Yeah, as Swamp soon as you cross the line into genocide, you're no longer passionate. You're a villain. I'm sure Swamp Thing nah. thought about it, but he's not going to do it, you know? <laughs> I mean... But uh, any other it, reasons? Or? Is it oh, wrong? Is it, is it wrong? wrong? We, this is a whole yes. different show. Let's. <laughs> what do you got, George? Hashtag Poison Ivy did nothing wrong. Uh-huh. Tweet uh, so at Fan Freaks. Oh, God, no. Let no. us know if you think fan, Poison she Ivy She cheated on Kite Man. She definitely did something wrong. Oh, God. Oh, oh, no, no. I'm talking about mass murder, not not what she did there. That's uh -huh. wrong. That's unforgivable. What do you got, George? All righty. So uh, I actually got a pretty uh, meaty recent. I'm actually going to go ahead and skim over some of the bigger ones, but uh, here we go. Starting with my games. So as everyone knows, I stream on Saturdays, and I'm still... Still fucking getting through Yakuza like a dragon. I know I was just bitching how you guys need to play new games, and I'm still on fucking Yakuza. It's a great, great game. It's just like every single time I go into it, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a lot of shit done. And then it's like, all right, here I come, chapter 11 or whatever. And it's like, nope, here comes a battle tower. Oh, oh, I guess I'll be devoting my time to this. Oh, okay. And that was one whole stream. Awesome, though. Like, there's this giant construction tower filled with a whole bunch of fights, each by flight. It's a really cool survival mode. Uh, you, again, the game has a lot of great features. Uh, another uh, thing. Go ahead. I have a, I have a question since yeah. uh, J, uh, James and I don't stream. Do you find it difficult to stream a fucking RPG? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. I look, I love RPGs and I want to stream them so bad, but fuck me, man. It takes so long. It's like you got to read through text and you got to fucking do all the side quests. And that's the thing. I do my side quests off camera. Like, so that way it's not wasting more time. It's just there's so much more cinematic um, moments in an RPG as opposed to just an action game or anything like that where you could just sort of get through the game a little bit quicker. But yeah, no, RPGs are kind of tough, but uh, I'm still trying. <laughs> Is there any way at all that you can understand why it took you like four years to finish Final Fantasy? No. See, no, because Yakuza is actually separated by chapters, and I know when it's going to end. Like, it has a very... You can understand where, like, when a chapter starts and when a chapter ends. Where Final Fantasy IX is just super fucking nebulous, and you're just like, oh, I go from one place to another to another to another. Oh, it's disc two? Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not as clean cut, so I had no idea how to cut up fucking Final Fantasy IX. And that, that I didn't even do the side quests. I was just trying to get to the end on my own, and it took, fucking took forever. But in any case, uh, let's move on to my next thing on my recent. So... Uh, for music, so again, I was listening to, to a lot. Blah, blah. I was listening to a lot of music, excuse me, and um, basically because I'm working a lot on my shit um, for the company I work for, almost name dropped, uh, <laughs> and I listen to a lot of music. So one of the songs I was listening to is um, okay. So I okay, someone on the Fan Freaks Facebook made a th a post, and I really wish I could remember who it was. But it was like, can we just take a second to appreciate all the music we found from anime? And I was like, yeah, like shit, I found a whole bunch of bands from anime. One of the, my favorite ones that I found from anime was Maximum the Hormone. 
which is a fucking great, uh, I guess, J death metal band. And they're fantastic. They did the theme song to Death Note. J being um, Japanese. Yes. I sh- yes, I should probably okay. clarify, but yes. They did the uh, second opening and second ending to Death Note, and that's how I found them. And then fucking the dude follows up my comment and is like, that's not even their best song. And then sh- fucking puts a song from, like, Dragon Ball Z uh, Resurrection F, I think it is. Frieza. Well, it wasn't Resurrection F. It came out before. It was uh, when they first started, they dedicated it to probably, arguably, the best villain Dragon Ball Z had, which was Frieza. See, that's the thing, though. When I, I was like, oh, that's interesting when I saw your link, but I didn't actually click into it. And then when I went to go find more of their music on Spotify, I found a song called F. And I'm like, wow, this song's awesome. And then I had to fucking piece it together. You sent this to me already. Yeah. You're welcome. So, yeah, no, it's amazing. That song is incredible. I actually really like it. It's called F. By Maximum the Hormone. Uh, moving on, I also, there's this animated feature. Uh, not well, feature, really quick, animated. just piggybacking off of that, I recently started re-listening to Durin Gray. Oh God, during Gray, holy shit! Because I hadn't like actually like really listened to them in a long time, and I forgot how much I loved their music. And uh, yeah, it's 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 just I just wanted to bring them up because they're yeah, no. the shit. Put that shit on a playlist next to Gact. Oh, I love Gact, dude. I know we got to talk about J Rock at right. some point because that's another thing. But um, I saw a little animated music video by Worthy Kids called Wire. Um. I really, really fucking like it. I mentioned them on the show before. They did a show called Big Top Burger, and it was like this like indie hipster kind of like short TV show. The episodes were really short, and he made like this music video, and it's really fucking catchy. So be sure to check that out. It's called Wire by Worthy Kids. Now the last thing on my recents, and this was the one that I kind of have a feeling is going to be a little bit uh, thicker. And you know me, I'm all about the thickness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided. Since I was going to be downstairs with my boyfriend and I wasn't working any on anything, I was just spending time with him, that we would start Seinfeld from the very beginning. Oh. Yeah! I love Seinfeld. So, if you've listened to the podcast before, I've mentioned how I don't like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned that because I felt like it was just... You focus on Larry basically being, like, this shitty guy, and everyone just keeps constantly, like, saying, Oh, my God, you're so shitty. How could you think that way? And that's the point of the show. I totally get that. However, after watching Seinfeld, I see what the problem is. See, with Seinfeld, you have George Costanza, who pretty much is that Larry character. Yeah. Like, He's a character who's interacting with other characters who each have their own gimmicks. So it's not just focused 100% on Larry being an asshole and everyone reminding him he's an asshole. It's like Larry's an asshole, but like someone else on the show will make fun of him for being an asshole and play off of it. And usually that's Jerry. Um, so like I think it, his, the Larry character of be like this guy who just cannot stop getting himself in trouble, it works a lot better when there are other characters to play off of it, and it's not just fucking Larry being a shithead the whole time. Okay, but Kirby Enthusiasm sense? has Larry and Jeff. Jeff tends to keep Larry in check, and also in the beginning seasons, his wife would ridicule him for fucking up. But that's the thing, though. I guess from what I saw, I felt like the the wife character was not as 
playful with it as maybe like Jerry or Elaine or definitely Kramer who just like just gives him the wrong information all the time. And I want to get into that really quick because I, I have some interesting things that I, I noticed about the show. First off, wow, a time without cell phones was bad. Like, there are so many fucking plot contrivances that are because they cannot get into contact that would just be gone with a cell phone. Yeah. Pretty, pretty funny. Um, another one is that Jerry is a fucking sociopath. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, absolutely. Okay, so this isn't character a new thing. This isn't actor. a hot take. Both. Oh, the character. I don't know about oh. the, the actor. Both. Yeah? Yeah. Both. Yeah. Okay, because, like, I didn't know if this was a hot take, but I noticed that, like, Jerry will actively get someone else in trouble if it means that it won't inconvenience him anymore. Like, Elaine mm -hmm. needs a place to live because she can't stand living with her roommate. So there's a, an apartment upstairs for her, and he actively gets in the way so that way he doesn't have to live with her a floor above. But she still doesn't have a new... Like, she's going to still live in a shitty apartment just because he's being a shitty person. Like, mm -hmm. there's no empathy here. He's just straight... Another thing, like, fucking... He leaves his books at his ex's house. And then instead of just going, knock, knock, knock. Hey, I left my books here. I know it's awkward, but you know what? They're mine. He goes and tries this whole fucking, like, song and dance to convince someone to dress up as someone else, to get into their apartment, to take the books, so that he doesn't have to deal with the, 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 the inconvenience. Jerry's an asshole. Yep. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I enjoy the show, but I enjoy the show because I love Elaine and I love George. But I think Jerry's a piece of shit. Yes, Oh, oh, okay. So I'm gonna move on really quick, and I know I'm. I'm Newman a little did bit of a nothing wrong. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to Newman, which is the craziest thing. But like, I I'm still in the beginning aspects of it. But like, uh, George, I have my own thing with George. I'm fairly certain he's homosexual. Like, the in the beginning of the show, he has this intense homophobia for the most ridiculous of things. Like, mm -hmm. he can't be in the front seat with Jerry driving because it makes it look weird, he says. And I'm like, what? That makes no sense. And then you carry on to where he, he finds uh, there was someone, like, he gets a masseuse that's a guy, and he's worried that he may like it. And I'm like, that isn't something usually someone worries about if they're pretty <laughs> yeah. confident about that, but okay. And he, and for the rest of the episode, he starts getting very antsy about it. Like, he did like it, and he said he got hard. And I'm like, where the fuck is this plotline coming from? Like, there's this whole thing about him being homophobic and then him being nervous about confronting these feelings. Can, what? Can we, can we cue... Uh, Editor George, in the future, can you cue the more you know, but instead it's for every time where we can say, it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, a different time. <laughs> that's, that's I don't know what they were going for, but it was an interesting character development. Uh, Kramer basically is, is, I don't know why the fuck they let him in, because he just takes things without returning them. He leaves doors open. He encourages people to jump off of buildings. The fuck? And then the, the only character, and this is the last thing, I promise, the only character that goes unscathed in this entire thing is Elaine. No. She's fantastic. She get what? No, wait till later. Really? Every character in Seinfeld I mean, is a massive asshole. Yep. That's why- She's oh, compulsive, sure, but- No, 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 no. She gets worse. She gets worse. But uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's why everybody calls it- uh, a modern Seinfeld or like a more assholey Seinfeld 
because it takes what Seinfeld has and like doubles down on the assholeness. That's why James doesn't like it because there's not one character there that's either redeemable or for the most part likable in any way. Likable, you could argue. I I mean, I find Elaine likable, but I guess because there's something later on happening. Like she's she's funny, she's active, she's optimistic, while everyone else is a sarcastic asshole. Oh no, she is one too. She is one too. She's also a terrible dancer, but that's beside the point. Uh, That's not really (laughs) something I can knock her for, but yeah, I guess so. It was funny. Yeah, but But, I I love Elaine and George, but both of them are pieces of shit. All of them are pieces of shit. That's I I can't wait till you finish it because I love the fact you're watching Seinfeld. I I think it's top five great uh, top five great sitcoms of all time, and it it merits a point on that list. Yes, that's my opinion. It's not Doctor Rude's opinion. He has a thing. He does. He's a supervillain, but he doesn't like assholes. Uh, yeah, because I have enough of them in my daily life. The whole supervillain oh, association go. is full of assholes. When but, I but look, I mean I when I sit what? down at home and I take off my supervillain shoes. And I take a, and I put my and I put my cap on my lap and I, you know, cap evilly pet it lap. while I imagine six billion dollars. I don't want to think about assholes. I want to like de-stress from all that. I don't know, man. Thinking about assholes is a pretty fun pastime. You got to try <laughs> different <laughs> assholes, George. But but no, I, I really like Seinfeld the way it's written. Like overall, it's a fantastic show. It's all based on like social awkwardness. And people mm-hmm. just getting it's all of the the conversations I have in my own head about being awkward, but amongst four different people all trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And I think you could easily adapt this to modern eras like, oh, when's a good time to ask your girlfriend for a Wi-Fi password? Like there's there's all sorts of stupid shit you can do. You know? Oh, no. That's, so I really, really like it. Uh, George, that's an entire Twitter thread, which is called modern Seinfeld problems. Yeah. Oh, and they do yeah. that. They 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 do that type of shit. Like, what happens when you go to this? Uh, what happens when your friend goes over to your new girlfriend's house and the Wi-Fi automatically connects? Ah, uh, see, it, like that'd be great. You see, I don't think Always Sunny does stuff like that, right? No, Always Sunny's like Always Sunny's as close to a cartoon as you could get. I thought it was kind of more like Scrubs, Always Sunny. Oh no, Scrubs! Scrubs is nice compared to Always Sunny. Yeah. No, I meant in terms of tone, not not in like no no the way they act. I mean like cartoony. No, no. I mean one of the quotes in Always Sunny is "Suicide is badass." Go and hero. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God, Jesus George, fucking dusting off that reference. I told you, man. I I, I'm going to the archaeological site. Uh What it is. Uh, in any case, that's all my reasons. Thank you so much. Please clap. <laughs> I heard that. Thank you, whoever did that. Me. Um, but yeah, no, so that's it. Who's up next? Uh, oh, did, I think that's it for reasons, right? Wait, uh, are, were those your hands or were those your dummy cheeks? Dummy thick. <laughs> heard them all. Uh, I have some news. Uh, I think we I should. I do too. You go ahead. I, I think we should take a moment of silence for Christopher Plummer. He uh, he was 91 years old. He was in The Sound of yeah, Music man. and a movie that uh, James and I uh, really loved, which was Knives Out. Uh, mm-hmm. Rest in peace, man. Oh, I haven't seen that shit. I, I keep hearing it's good. Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, really quick, uh, apparently Henry Cavill is not done. 
Sorry, going back, was that his last role, Knives Out? I believe so. Let me double check. I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was? You just checked? Yeah. All right. That's a good way to go out, man. On top. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he's been in film for like 70 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's a prolific actor. He's awesome. Uh, He was in Inside Man with Denzel Washington. He's in like National Treasure. He's in a bunch of shit. He's dope as fuck. Oh shit, he was was in National Treasure. I don't recognize him. Who is he in National Treasure? He's the grandfather, no? Grandfather, yeah. Oh, no way. Okay. Oh no, 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 no. He's um in the flashback. So like the old Banks family. He's the old like their great 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 grandfather or whatever, the Mason. Oh, he's the guy yeah. that had the Indiana Jones's treasure and, you know, punched Indy <laughs> in the face and they did that sick transition where he looked uh, his Oh, yeah, head and... bro, totally. <laughs> All right, just RIP to the homie. Um, yeah, yes. Henry Cavill is going to be in Shazam 2 as a cameo for Superman, which is great. Good. Yeah, um, strong rumors for this, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's like 85 to 90% uh, true. And if we learned anything from Capcom in 2020, all the rumors are true. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> when they're leaked. Uh, Just, yes. Justice League Snyder Cut is going to be rated R. Okay. I, I had a conversation with someone earlier, by the way, and it was like, aren't you excited for the new Justice League Cut? And I'm like, bro, I saw, like enough of it to know that putting more will not save it for me but i know it might work for some other people i don't know well it's not just more it's different but we still see smatterings of snyder's style like in justice there there was a heavy weed and wash though over the what we got in theaters and all of that weed and wash will be taken away yeah, I well, we'll see. Well, I'll definitely let you know if for some reason it convinces me, but I, <laughs> I have this sneaking suspicion. I get that. That's it for my news, boys. All right. Okay, I have one quick one. I'm going to okay, intercept. Go Intercepted. Dumitresca's nine feet tall. Capcom confirms. Nine, nine six. feet, six inches. <laughs> huh? Nine foot, six inches. I'll show you six inches, all right. Ayo! Okay. I've seen that it. That is game. Thank you. I've seen it. It's better. <laughs> it's bigger than six inches. I've seen it. I felt I it. I know. I studied it in school. I've gripped Girl. it. It's my major. Twist All it. Right. Bop it. <laughs> Bop it. <laughs> All right. Sorry, oh. Dr. Rude. What's your news? <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with uh, there's reports that Willem Dafoe has been seen on set of Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yes. Give me Green Goblin. Let me get that We're Power Ranger. We're getting back. We know we've got Molina back. Uh, like this is this is awesome. The, Ravioli. I, I, again, we don't like. It, it's not going to be a big part of the movie. They, they, there's no way this is going to be like any major part of the arc. But literally, if the whole scene with these Spider Men is like a minute long, I'll still be happy just to have Garfield acknowledged again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think he was same. bad no, on like I, a street he, level. He, I really liked his reactions, but the script was terrible. Yeah, like, he just, wasn't just bad. Terrible. He just never got a good script. It's he's got he's got the Cavill Superman problem. Um, yes, yes. So yeah, that's I mean the one of the most exciting pieces of news for me is that also uh, uh, Netflix announced Tomb Raider and uh, Kong Skull Island anime projects. 
which is pretty cool. Animated? Really? And not ju- not just animated. It's going to be from their anime studios. So it'll be Ooh. so it'll be so meaning it won't be actually produced by Netflix. It'll be distributed by Netflix, but it'll be through their Japanese oh. animation partners. Uh, uh, really quick, still, uh, James, we forgot uh, to mention this, but you brought her up. Uh, this year is the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, hats off really? to Lara Croft. That's right. Fucking original, like action adventure heroine. Yeah. One of them, yeah. I mean, you, Samus probably uh, predates her, but yeah. What about Pitfall? Okay, I should probably amend 3D. <laughs> what about Pitfall? Pit, I, I guess so. What? I'm just trying to say, like, Tomb Raider was definitely pioneering when it came out. Like, there was, like, whole 3D movement, and it was, like... Yep, triangle. I haven't really beaten Also, them, so it's funny that you mentioned the Snyder Cut, because I don't know if that's news, but we actually just got the first promotional image of Jared Leto's Joker in Snyder Cut. Uh, and it is ripping off Heath Ledger's Joker super hard. Oh, is it the one with the, the <laughs> card? Yeah, it's literally like just him holding the Joker card in the foreground and he's super blurry in the background to where you can't even see him. You see that meme where it's like, you know, change this and then fuck go back? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's kind of what it feels like. Um... This is also a weird one. I don't know why um, this is happening. <laughs> okay. But DC Comics <laughs> is supposedly changing Black Adam's name. Um, They're okay. changing it to Shazadam? No. No. You're kidding. No? No. No, you have to be kidding because that's possibly the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So the news comes from Bleeding Cool, which has been a pretty reliable source for comic book news. Uh, And yeah, it doesn't really have any specifics as to why, but supposedly there's going to be a new Black Adam comic series and the character's official title will be Shazadam. Shazadam? I hardly know him. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I just I, 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 that just sounds really dumb. Now it's very possible that this is just the name of the book, like just the the run will be called Shazadam. Oh, maybe it's like a fan fiction pairing, <laughs> you know? And it's like you mix the two names, and that they're shipping them. In yeah, this book. maybe. Um, yeah, it's very very weird. I don't know how why. Uh, supposedly it has something to do with like the next run of Shazam of Black Adam. He's gonna be portrayed in a more heroic light. But I don't see why that means you have to call him Shazadam. But we don't know. It's very strange. Uh, and also, uh, there is an actual sequel to Cloverfield in the works. Oh, like a straight sequel. Oh. Like a str- not like, you know, Cloverfield Lane or any of that shit. No. Like a real sequel to Cloverfield. Or the Cloverfield Project. Right. Uh, which I've talked about it on the show before. I did a massive deep dive into the Cloverfield marketing mm-hmm. and backstory and lore and all that so i'm really curious to how this is going to expand and all that stuff so like, i'm excited well you found the fucking arg like you were knee deep in it you got way oh, more it was out way of it more than knee deep. it was up to my nose bud like i was just oh, in there yeah I re- oh those were good old days like when i actually cared about internet forums and like we were all just on like <laughs> fuck, what forum was it i don't even remember right now but we had neogaf what neogaf no, it wasn't. 
I don't remember. No. Newgrounds. That's where I was. <laughs> Newgrounds? No. no, no one went to the fucking Newgrounds forum. Come on. It's all the Flash adult section. Let's all be uh, honest. Here. But yeah, I just remember like all of us there like piecing clues together and shit like little detectives. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Ah, it was 4chan. It was not 4 This was before 4chan, I think. When I find the Cloverfield dating sim, I'll send it over to you, okay? <laughs> I think that's it for our news, buddy. For you. That's it. Is that it? You don't have to censor anything if it's bigger than the camera shot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. I don't like anyway, it. Anyway, um, that's all the news we got, right? I think so. All righty. Shrock on. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do our dream team of bar fight buddies. Bartender, I'm going to need something stiff. Stiff and hard. Hit me You're up. You're cut off, pal. Get out of here. I'll show you cut off. Is that a circumcision joke? <laughs> Could be. Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there, be square. Hey. Yeah. Listen here, trench coat buddy. You fucking bump into me. Watch where you're going, Chief. Hey, pal. You're standing in the middle of the path here. You need to move. And I'm not Are your you chief, started? buddy. Can you two, can you two keep it down? I'm trying to watch the game, okay? It's only on once every week, okay? Hey, Who pal, the fuck watches buddy? golf at a bar? Well, no, hey, you man, shut up, you, pal. You I stay do, the fuck out of it. I'm trying to do my fucking golf claps and y'all are screaming your heads off. How are my little pinkies and thumbs supposed to, to keep up? I don't like your tone. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was your so cutest snap. No Get him, boys. <laughs> Smash bang pal. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have no idea how to start a fight with each other. I hope you guys were able to understand nope. that <laughs> as you were listening. <laughs> we. I like how we all ended up sounding like gentlemen in the 1930s. Now listen here, chap. <laughs> Don't you dare stand in front of me. This is in view of my television screen. <laughs> I was watching I, the fisticuffs. Go ahead. You had to go right. <laughs> like I, the only thing that came to mind is you got to go chief or pal or buddy. You got to do that. That's probably the best thing to start a fight with. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I, I think that's the first time I've ever heard someone be referred to as a trench coat buddy. Yeah. I don't know. And I'd like to start using that for Mr. X if possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good for, for Mr. X. That's my trench coat, buddy. Um, one last thing on the topic of Mr. X. Sorry, oh, I know boy. I bring Resident Evil into everything. But Laura Branning, you know that song? Um, I live among the creatures of the yeah. night. That, that song. In that music video, Mr. X is in it. What? There's a there's a tall dude in a full black oh, trench okay. coat with a with a fedora hat and a white mask. Huh. That's pretty cool. It's so bizarre. It's like retconning a fucking cameo. It's the most bizarre thing. Anyway, let's so, get to our dream team. Just to Barfly clarify buddies. for everyone, we're basically just mentioning six guys we'd like to have our backs if we got into a bar. Or fight, girls. Right? All right. Correct. Yes. Fair enough. Six friends that we'd like to have be having drinks with, sitting in a bar, having a having drinks with when the bar fight breaks out, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Whose eyes would you they like on us? Right. <laughs> Wait, no. So 
I couldn't remember his name, and Adrian helped me remember. But literally from the moment you we all came up with this topic, this is the first guy that came to mind. But the first person I want on this list is Bibbo Babowski from the Superman Represent- all right. I have no idea who this character is. He so actually he's... owns a bar, and you'll love him because he's fat and chunky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, Dr. Rude, why, why is he... Is he combat capable? Like He's a, he's an ex-boxer. Oh, well then, fuck. Yeah. Okay. First off, he's like a dock worker in Metropolis. Uh, and nice. There's like the Hobbs Bay area of Metropolis, which is like, you know, the docks and the warehouses and some of the slums. And uh, he was a dock worker there. And, uh, and so he's like, you know, like, he's like your typical, like what you imagine, like Bostonian style, like tough guy, you know? I was like, it's Superman. You're visiting me in my naval ship. Thank you for stopping by. I mean, kind of like he, he calls Superman his favorite. Favorite is spelled F-A-V apostrophe R-I-T. Like that's. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. The fucking and as a matter of fact, when Superman died, you know, a bunch of people took up the Superman mantle, right? Um, yeah, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, like there was, you know, there was Steel and Superboy and Cyborg Superman and the Eradicator. Well, like Steel is a human guy who took up the Superman mantle and he just did so by make, basically making himself an Iron Man suit, which is cool. But Bibbo also did it <laughs> and he literally just wore a Superman shirt and called himself Super Dude and <laughs> was like, that's awesome. Breaking up fights in streets and shit. So, like, the guy is down to, like, he is ride or die. And he again, also later on owns a bar. Yeah, he won the lottery. Uh, and he used uh, the lottery to open up a bar called the Ace of Clubs. And let me guess that this is the bar you're drinking at when this yeah, fight occurs. why not? It can be. Perfect. I'd love to be drinking at the Ace of Clubs. We're all just sitting at the bar, Bibbo serving us drinks. It'd be great. Yeah, he'd just hop over um, that table, his gut there, he'd put up the fist, and he could throw down, man. Like, a yes. Bibbo, like I said, he is ride or die. He has got your back. And, like, literally, from the moment we thought we had this bar to- this bar fight topic, he was my guy. Like, I knew it's like, this guy, I need to have him there. He's just such a, like, I don't know, like a cool guy to hang out with. <laughs> no, I totally get it. Like, honestly, I think we all have a character that we had in mind. To give you an idea, <laughs> to give you an idea, George, you know how Power Girl... Uh-huh. Her boob window gets bigger with her titties, like gets bigger. And that's like an ongoing joke in DC. Bibbo has the same thing where no shirt fits him and his belly button always has to show and it yeah, constantly grows. Can I just say that's one of the, the very like purest blessings in life when there's a big guy and like his his belly kind of peeks underneath his shirt. It's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like a beautiful like it's like seeing a rainbow or something you know it's like oh the stars align for this one moment where I you know that's beautiful thank you for that that's all right thank we you got for your midriff we got Bibbo Babowski so what super dude oh, hey, I'm sorry one last thing I'm so sorry so sorry James you mentioned a guy named Steel yeah and he made an Iron Man suit yes. to become Superman basically yeah how much did that piss off Lex Luthor. Uh, uh, Lex was a guy who makes Iron Man suits. To come Lex back was Superman. doing other things at the time, though. Lex was <laughs> was actually boning Supergirl, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he was boning. Oh, oh wait, he oh, no, was that boning was, that Matrix was Lex Supergirl. Son, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Alexander Luthor. It was Alexander Luthor. That's right. But, yeah, I don't remember what Lex was doing at the time, but he okay, was not. No, in the he was dead. Oh, that's but, right. He was dead. But everyone thought okay, he was sorry, dead. I just want to bring it up. 
Can I finish? He was technically I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. he was technically dead, but his soul was in his son because the yeah. son wasn't his legitimate son; it was a clone, and the clone was banging Matrix Supergirl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yep. my god! And he had his long sorry, flowing I just red to bring hair. Bring it up only because it it just seems funny to me. Like you, the whole strength of Lex Luthor is that he's making suits to combat Superman. And it's like, hey, I made a Superman suit, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so what's your number four? No, that's two. Like he, he just did one. He did Babowski. No, no, I, I was doing a freaky five, starting five and then four, but oh, I realized not it's freaky not five. Really so who's it doesn't one? matter. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're so right. I try. I avoided a lot of comic book characters just because, like, I didn't want, like, a lot of comic book characters have secondary powers, and I was trying to avoid all that. Same. Uh, but like, there's one comic book character in particular I've always kind of wanted to share a drink with. And that's Natasha Romanov. Oh, oh wow, that'd be interesting. No gear. Fuck off. No, 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 no fucking gear. gauntlets. Just, no, just her. no bullshit. No, no, just her. We're just there. She's drinking vodka. We're all drink. We're having a good time, and the fight breaks wow. out. Some people are in fucking trouble, man. Like one of my like I was originally gonna put like the cavalry on here, like Melinda May, but like I can't imagine being in a bar with Melinda May. Like she doesn't seem like the bar type. Right. Meanwhile, Natasha, I feel like Natasha can throw down in a bar. Like she, uh, she has. Like, well, you already kind of wrote yeah. her to have vodka. No, no, she, she, <laughs> she has. There was an issue where she meets Frank Castle at a bar, and they started by drinking, and then they ended up having a fight, and then in the end of the issue, they have sex. But that's there beside the point. I was about to say that's a power couple right there, Black Widow and Punisher. Yeah. Holy shit! It's a, it's that's a intense. ship. It's a ship. It's not mine, but it's a ship. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, again, she, as far as, like, badass female characters that I know can hold their own in a fight, it's gonna be my girl Black Widow, man. I'd love to have, like, just, I, I it would just be so cool to see, you know, to, to hear her talk about, like, her insane-ass life, and then just instantly she switches to, like, fucking kicking everyone's ass. Those fucking neck grapples and shit. I'm here for it. If she was in Persona, like, she wouldn't even have social links two through four. It's, like, one and then immediately to eight, and it's, like, super hard to get there. <laughs> I love the <laughs> lens that George views life through. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I try to make jokes and keep it, you know, media-friendly. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Continue. So I've got you know, your good old American guy. I've got, you know, our Russian gal. So we're sitting there having drinks. I can't have drinks without some Irish representation at the table. Oh, okay. The fight breaks out. Two dudes in the table stand up and start praying. Oh, the Boondock Saints. Oh, God. My three and four is the McManus brothers, boys. That's Boondock Saints, yes, isn't it? Yes, sir. My three yes. and four oh, is God. Connor and Murphy McManus. You took up two slots? I get They're always together. I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but like, if I, I, it'd be cheating if I gave them one slot because then I have one extra dude. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to make this just six tandem. people and not cheat this time. Um, uh -huh. But yeah, so my three and four slots are Connor and Murphy McManus. Uh, again, this is one of those situations like, you know they're down to throw down. <laughs> and you know do they're they, down do to... Do they do uh, fisticuffs a lot or do they mainly use guns? I thought they had the whole thing with pistols. No, dude, they fucking kicked the guy's ass with a toilet bowl lid like <laughs> <laughs> okay yep. no I, man I they are that, down i guess i gotta see the movie again don't get me wrong like yeah they're 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 shooty boys but they can 
They, they, they get into several fights in both movies. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely down to throw down. And you know they're down to drink. Like, these are the two combinations I needed for my, uh, for my team. I already feel your team is OP. Fuck. How is my team OP? Bro, having I fucking specific- McManus brothers who have the most plot armor... In, oh yeah, in, in their movies, and then you have Natasha Romanoff. Like, I don't have one super superhero character. Oh no, I have one. Oh, okay, no, 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 we're fine. I, we're fine. My we're number fine. six might tip it over a little bit, but we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> I still think I have two people I think that can handle this team. But continue. Let's see who this number six is. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, number five is okay. So I, I feel like I have a lot of like high energy people in my team. And yeah. I kind of want, like, the strong, quiet, funny guy on my team who can also kick some ass. And again, it's important okay. that these are all people I would actually want to have a drink with. You get me? Like, not, like, I'm not just picking them because they're cool or powerful. These are people, like, I would personally love to sit down and have a talk with. So I'd love for, like, the fight to break out and then just, like, some dude gets a, a shoe to the face and you look over and it's Spike Spiegel. <laughs> oh my god spike fuck off wow that's a good one fuck off i wanted to put jet in here too but i didn't want to put both of them so i just chose spike um i mean jet's main he he can fight for yeah, sure but he's using the ship for the most but part my problem too is like i feel like having a metal arm is kind of an advantage in a bar fight it's spike he's he's all trained right there's nothing like genome or anything no him. no it's no no. Just, he, he's just, just yeah he's just a badass but he has a, a robotic or cyborg arm no i meant i meant uh spike oh spike no he's just a guy yeah he's just a, a guy. very that, well that trained guy yeah. but a guy yeah a very lanky guy very lanky <laughs> who can avoid uh, all sorts of Jeet Kune Do, which is uh bruce lee's uh-huh. fighting style and uh oh and he's also voiced by steam blue mm-hmm he sure is. <laughs> and again, like if <laughs> we know for a fact Spike can hold his own. Like that dude, those kicks do some work, boy. He can, but sometimes he bites off more than he can chew. That's usually it does in, usually in gunfights. And again, he's usually doesn't have like six people backing him up. That's true. Very, very true. It's, he's usually good on his yeah, own. Yeah, usually <laughs> when he bites off more than he can chew, it's because he's there by his damn self. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. totally. I, I, by the way, I love Cowboy Bebop. It's possibly one of my favorite animes of all time. I don't think I've ever said it on the so show. So here's my thing. It's not my favorite anime, but it is what I believe to be the best anime. It's so good. Holy crap. It Just the art direction, music composition, all of it. We can get into this in another episode. I think. Yeah, ca- no, I actually had a topic that was called jo- the best genre blenders, yeah. and I was going to put Cowboy Bebop because it does like five. Yeah. But it's uh yeah yeah it's it's a masterpiece of anime. My favorite anime is Trigun, by the way. Um, anyway. Oh wow, you're not that far off though. Come on, the whole desert cowboy thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's my number five. Okay, and my number six character is kind of vague <laughs> because oh? he always plays pretty much the same fucking character, and they're just different levels of amicable i guess so really my number six is any jason statham character <laughs> oh fuck off so just jason statham <laughs> it's just, just himself. if i'm going to pick one it's going to be lee christmas <laughs> lee christmas Lee Christmas is his character from the expendables oh uh, okay I'll because allow he that, seems... but, I, but come on transporter 
He's OP as shit okay, so transporter. Here, I know. I agree. But so here's my thing though. Again, the reason I went with Lee Christmas because it had like it has to be like someone I'd actually want to have drinks with. And like Lee Christmas seems like the most personable and friendly of his characters he plays. Yeah, it's the only one with a personality. I, yeah, exactly. Like Shaw, I guess, would be cool to have a drink with too. But of he's a the villain. Fast and like, franchise. Yeah, but he's a villain there, ain't he? Uh, in the Fast and the Furious movies, yes. In Hobbs and Shaw, he's a good guy. Oh, what was the movie where you had to? Ch- he had like someone had to charge themselves when crank. they were fighting. It, Wasn't that Jason Statham? Uh, yeah, Crank. Crank Two was where he had to do the electric thing, right? Yeah, and the first yeah. one was a drone. Yeah, and that was Jason Statham. That, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it sure was. Yeah, but that character was also pretty vague. Like that character didn't have much personality either. Um, he was Jason Statham. Was, yes. <laughs> no, I feel like Lee Christmas is more Jason Statham because you see him in interviews and he's just like he, he's very wise, cracky, and funny. So I think uh, mm-hmm. Lee Christmas is a good representation of that. And again, the man's a badass. Uh, and for those yeah, of you no who don't know, please, please look up the Google search terms: Jason Statham music video. Um. <laughs> So yeah, for those of you who don't know, Jason Statham started his career as a background dancer for music videos. And um, the sight of Jason Statham dancing in gold lame short shorts is, it's something to behold. It truly is. Um, (laughs) I have two honorable mentions, and then I'll just go back through my list real quick. But uh, because I didn't remember Bibbo's name, I didn't have him on my list. But once I remember Bibbo's name, it kicked someone off the list, which was El Mariachi. Oh, El that's Mariachi. such a good pick. I know. Uh, and I, I, I'm sad that I couldn't fit him on my list, and I probably should have put him over Jason Statham. But, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, yeah, El Mariachi uh, from the Desperado trilogy. Uh, he's great in a bar fight. <laughs> and, you yes, know, and that is. gives some, you know, some, some Latin to my, to my Motley crew here, which I would love to have. And also, uh, that's your tequila. Motley crew. I haven't heard that phrase in a while. The Motley crew. Yeah. And, uh, that's your tequila. I had uh, Sarah Walker on here also from Chuck. There you go. That's uh, whiskey right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I had Sarah Walker on here, but I realized that was more just because I want to hang around Sarah Walker. Uh, (laughs) that might not have really been for bar or fight reasons. So yeah, you said that all these characters are people you want to have drinks with. Now I'm starting to see where you're. Coming I want from to have that. drinks with her too, but after an event, like after a particular activity, <laughs> after um, a concert, maybe. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so to recap, I've got Bibbo at number one, Bibbo Babowski from Superman comics, Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow of Marvel comics. Number three and four are Connor and Murphy McManus from the Boondock Saints movies. Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. And number six is literally any Jason Statham character, but probably Lee Christmas. That's a really good list. All right. Well, the thing is, is like, I feel like I know three out of everyone in your list. So like, I, I feel like I'm underestimating the them, but know? I feel like I can handle them. I, I know, um, God damn it. I know the Boondonk Saints. Okay. I know Spike Spiegel. Okay. I know, uh, see, I probably know two. Out of your you don't know who list. Natasha Roman, you don't know who Black Widow is? Oh, and, and Black Widow. Okay. So that's the three. So you know that's most pretty of the much people it. on my list, so you're fine. No, no, I'm just saying, like, for me, it, it's good for you because I, I don't know what your team is really capable of. Mm. I haven't seen it. So I think I can handle your team with my team, but I don't know. Oh, I we'll see. let the audience decide. Yeah, so that's what I got. Uh, who do you got, Adrian? 
Hit me. So uh, Dr. Brood came up with a really good pick with uh, Natasha Romanoff. I'm a little upset to think of it first. Um, but let's see if I can piss him off with my first pick being Erotica Jones, Stripperella. Stripperella? Holy wow. shit, I haven't heard that in forever. Wow. That's great. Holy shit. You know, I remember hearing that Stripperella is like a modern retelling of Casablanca. What? I have never fucking heard that, but that's great. Yeah, like the, someone took the story and started paying attention to like these different, um, like, uh, not allegories, but like basically they were doing the same kind of setup of Casablanca. I don't know the specifics, but this, this was a theory I remember reading a long time ago. I don't, I, 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 I've, ne- I, I've never heard that. I'd be really but interested in either to, case. To, to, to look into this further because that's fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, but thankfully, you know, I knew her as a cartoon character, so I'm I'm happy to say that that's okay. Nobody's pissed off. I mean, she's not really super powered. She's just a martial artist mm-hmm. and a stripper. Mm. And a stripper. And you know that that does extra damage in in combat too. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> the heels. Erotica Jones. Um, Jesus Christ. Talk about a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, this seriously. one's not so deep. This one's not so deep, and this one, I think, all of us are gonna be fine with this pick. Uh, the Hound. Ooh. Really? The Hound? Wait, wait, wait. The Hound from what? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, whew. Okay. <laughs> He's cut. What fucking... What hound are you thinking of? Continue. We'll get there. I mean, I feel like... Uh, he can be a little insufferable sometimes, but I'd still like to have him at a bar. That's a really good pick. And yeah, we know he can throw down. And he fights dirty. Uh, yeah, he also fights dirty, and uh, he's not good in a team, but I think he could take on a team almost entirely by himself. Hmm. Uh, just, the uh, next want to give this just want to give this quick correction. It was Stripperella. Oh no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, barbed wire. Oh, another Pamela Anderson. Oh no, but oh, she was a barbed yes, wire. Yes, that's the one that was Casablanca. No, she no, was she's in that wire. one too. It's yeah, barbed wire. She's barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, the next one. Um, my man here, Rude, picked Irish uh, representation. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Canadians on my on my fucking list. Canadians. And let's start. Let's start off with th- these three Nova Scotian people uh, that live in the Sunnyvale Trailer Park. <laughs> the Trailer Park Boys: Bubbles, Julian, and no, Ricky. No, you gotta pick one. Smoke dope. No, it's all three. They go together. No, that you picked the well, McManus I mean, brothers. Yeah, but they he took up Boondog separate Saints numbers on my different. list. Yeah, I'm sorry, but these three go together, and they're all equally inept. All right, if two of them had to call sick, and you had to have one of them oh, come in, who would it be? Off. Fuck off! Come on, on on his freaky five, he picked Superman two, one, and three. Yeah, but that was a I can't five. have three in one pick. But that's not going to result in our teams fighting at the end. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have two extra men in our in your fight. <laughs> okay, I take them out. I can't. I can't pick one. I have to mm. take them all out then. All right, all right. We'll let it slide. Okay, so it's all. Three. No, no. I'll take them out. I have backups. This one oh, goes oh, out to my homie. Fuck yeah, because I knew you people were gonna pick shit and you guys were gonna give me rules. 
Uh, Brock Samson. <laughs> yeah, that's such a oh, good one. Oh, that's a good one. And I'm so upset I didn't think of that one. I, but, uh, but I literally thought of that as we started recording, and I didn't want to change my list already. But I'm so glad you picked Brock. That's such a good pick. Let's be honest. This is the one dude who could probably outdrink most of us. Oh, yeah. In, in RIL. And also, he's really handy with anything around him. Mm-hmm. The only problem is he might fuck uh, Natasha Romanoff by the end of the night. <laughs> he might try. <laughs> She'll uh, either fuck him or kill him. She, we'll see how it goes. Hence the Black Widow part of her uh, name. Well, or both, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah, what yeah, order? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, now comes probably the most controversial pick, aside from the last one I just did. Okay. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. <laughs> Zangief. Okay. Fuck. No. Fuck yes. That. No. I agree with him. No. He, he has, has no powers. superpowers. I don't give a shit. He does not. He does How not does have he any have energy beams. He doesn't have any fucking Chaosu, whatever the fuck. He is literally a wrestler. No, no. No regular human can pick someone up and jump 20 feet in the air and power slam them. Those are powers. I don't care. Uh, I mean, power bombs are a thing. Like, it, it's all based not on from real fucking moves. from 20 feet in the air, they're not. But you're getting really like specific into like exact measurements in the game. All things considered, he's not super powered in any way. There's shit that Spike does that's probably above human capability too. Like, there's always going to be some sort of anime-ness in anime. But like, all things considered, he's not super powered. He has no energy beams. All of his stuff is all wrestling. And I'm sorry I just basically defended this character for you, dude, because he was on my list. Sorry. <laughs> No, I'm calling I bullshit, but all right. I should be getting used to this. <laughs> I should be getting used to this. Uh, fine, if you call no, bullshit. No, it's fine. Here's my back. No, he agreed. I'm outvoted mm. here. So Zangief stays. I think he's good. But, I mean, that, and we have one for no and one for yes and someone who has him on his list. So. <laughs> but you just said he's on your list. Right. I just took him off now. But, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, because I had another backup just in case. Uh, but yeah, Zangief, I think, would be great. That's another vodka representation. Uh, should we pick what they drink? I mean, you can I if mean, you want to. If you have it in mind, go for it, but I definitely don't. So so Erotica Jones is going to be drinking uh, probably Crystal or Hypnotic. I feel that's the type of drink she would do. Maybe Henny. Uh, the hound would be drinking mead, and that's about it, or some some really really strong whiskey. Uh, Brock Samson is straight up old fashions all fucking night. Uh, Zangief straight up vodka, just straight vodka, and not even good yes. vodka, but like the plastic bottle vodka. Um, my next pick, I can't believe nobody's talked about this, but Roadhouse. Dalton, Patrick Swayze, bro. I specifically avoided Roadhouse because I knew you would pick from Roadhouse. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. I it had is a the bar in fight case movie. you had Roadhouse. Yeah, that is the bar fight movie of all movies. Yeah. And also shout outs to the Swayze. That's right. Rest in peace. Big ups to him. Fucking... What a badass. What a fucking uh, dude to pick. And he's always the bouncer, no matter what situation he is in. <laughs> Even at a bank, he's the bouncer. 
Uh, am I uh, number one pick, or do I do my honorable mentions first? No, do your number one. Yeah. My number one pick is the toughest guy in Letterkenny, oh, wow. Wayne. Wow. I have no idea who this is. Okay. <laughs> it's the main character of Letterkenny. He's a fucking hick. And he beats literally everyone up that's literally written into his into his DNA of the show. He doesn't lose. He's the toughest guy in Letterkenny. He's literally Canadian one punch man. Uh-huh. Who who can't be on this list, by the way? One Punch Man. No, no. of course <laughs> not. Be like, I, he'd be great. Though. No, I said he's akin to One Punch Man. Right. He does right. take licks. He does. He does win, but it does take him a while to win, and he always has a badass soundtrack when he fights. That's so uh, my honorable funny. mentions are that's Mickey O'Neal, Brad Pitt from Snatch. Ooh, that's good. The fucking Pikey. Uh, and this one is a deep cut. Lincoln Hawk from Over the Top, Sylvester Stallone, the arm wrestling movie. Wow. Because if you're going to be in a bar fight, there's got to be an arm wrestling Wow. Match. Jesus, Adrian. Uh, my list against Erotica Jones, mm-hmm. The Hound, Brock Samson, Zangief, Dalton from Roadhouse, and Wayne from Letterkenny. All right. It's a pretty solid list. Do you have any uh, qualms, Dr. Rude? Yeah, Zangief. He but, does. You know, yeah, well, we already heard about that one, yes. <laughs> if you have a problem with him, we could just put in Mickey O'Neal the Pikey. <laughs> I, like, the I Zangief... originally had Zangief on my list, and then my thought was anyone who can block energy attacks is definitely super-powered. I mean, the thing is, is like Zangief is possibly one of the only like fighting game characters who you could describe as somewhat relatively normal. Like they, everyone in Street Fighter has like you fucking Guile has Sonic Boom and well, shit. For that you know, fact, like that, E Honda that. is the, pretty much the same, right? E, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, he basically sumo based the whole time. Except he, have he any fucking flies. Moves, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he just puts all of the you know momentum uh-huh. in his legs and just lifts upward. What it's about, very easy. I forget. Does T Hawk have energy attacks? Uh, he well, he's he uh, he spawns magic tomahawks but yeah, oh yeah that's right. <laughs> but does. i don't know maybe he just has them prepared beforehand <laughs> who knows dude by the way uh, i wanted to bring this up really quickly just because i think it's cool uh i forget what street fighter game it was but it was one of the first 3d ones for the ps2 is where okay. i first learned that guile throws his comb in his sonic boom he does yep I didn't know that what i, the I fuck? have it i didn't i they didn't repeat it in, in street fighter 5 i've looked but in that Street Fighter, when he Sonic Boom, you f- specifically see the comb leave his hands in the middle of the Sonic Boom, which is amazing. But when you do it, when you do it multiple times, does he just have multiple? He just combs? has multiple combs. Yeah, Jesus, he's Christ. like Gambit That's with playing cards. He, it's just combs. He has infinite <laughs> combs. Oh my God! Street Fighter has a lot of interesting characters, yeah. like fucking Cody. He's wearing handcuffs because if he doesn't, he'd destroy the world or oh, some yeah. shit. It's like what? I love him, by the way. He's my main. All right, anyway, Bone King. What do you got? Let's roll on down to my bar fight, buddies. So, how do I start this? Oh, boy. Okay. So, I'm going to start with Jackie Chan. Okay, that's not a character. From Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, okay. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No talismans. It could, it could, it yeah, could literally be. No talismans. Not. 
No, and he doesn't always use the talismans. It's not like something that's always in his repertoire. But like, really, this it's kind of like the Jason Statham thing where it's like yeah, it I could pretty much be anything that Jackie Chan is in. But the idea of oh like, oh my god, how he... I'm an idiot. I know this, oh. but... Adrian. How did I not put the Drunken Master on my list? Mm -hmm. Oh my god! All right, but whatever, he's I'm got him. So Hold on, you got him. This is like the second snooze I you know. lose on this one for rude. Plus, he's able to use the environment in such fucking amazing oh, yeah, ways sure. that just whatever's around him is just destructive. No one can kick your ass with a ladder quite like Jackie can. <laughs> or even a piece of a ladder. Uh -huh. It breaks in his hand and he keeps going and it's like, what the fuck? You're awesome. Yep. Um, and on that note, in terms of using the environment, we'll move on to my next member of my crew, Frank West from Dead Rising. Oh, uh, that's good. So that's he, a good yeah. pick. Thank you. He's he, covered he wars, you know. I'm, I'm assuming it's like level 50, Frank West. So he has some of his like melee moves. I mean, I'm I'm teetering on disembowel being <laughs> the ability he has from the get go. But he's able to use anything in the environment. Yep. He heals from drinks. So even if he gets hurt, <laughs> he can just fucking down a drink and he's good. Um, obviously, that's that's, that's something that's got to count as a superpower, wise. right? <laughs> Sure, sure. I mean, we could cut that out. But what I do know is the guy can chug a fucking orange oh, yeah. juice. Okay? Um, give him a couple screwdrivers. So, Frank West, I feel like he could do a lot of damage, too. Very skilled thrower. Sure. And, you know, he's always for the scoop. Um, moving on. Anyone have anything to say about Frank West? No, that's on? a great pick. Frank's awesome. Thank you. All I right. love Frank. So, next up on my list is The Bride from Kill Bill. Oh, good. See, like pick. that's someone who I wouldn't because I have no interest in having a drink with her. Like nothing about I her. What? No, I do. All right. I mean, I guess that that's what makes it my list. But I should also mention that Kill Bill is probably like my second favorite movie of all time. It's fantastic. I love the way it incorporates it's the soundtrack and how like uh, volume one or two or both. Both. I know that Volume One is more of a kung fu movie. Volume Two is a spaghetti western. But really, the entire idea of Kill Bill is mixing the two anyway. So they kind of become one thing. But yeah, they are two separate films. Um, but no, like the the bride is written in such an interesting way that you really feel for her all the time. Like you you could basically feel every ounce of her struggle because of how well Tarantino is like making these scripts and how well it's shot. That fucking coffin scene destroys my brain. Um, and I just like to imagine like when she shows up in the bar, it's like right after that scene, you know, when she orders a glass of water. Yeah. And she just kind of walks into the bar like, can, can I have a glass of water, please? And that's when she joins my crew. Uh, <laughs> but so uh, she's, no. she's the only one having water in all of our teams. <laughs> that's right. See, that's what I mean. Like she's she's a different like she's classy, Ugh. you know, and she's always going to have her sword on her. So See, that's I know it's a no, uh -huh. no, no swords Aww, in a bar fight. All right. But you know what? Maybe she forgot it. Maybe someone took it. You know what? Black Mamba has it. Whatever. But she has Kung Fu still. Sure. She was still trained and As she can still Kung fight. Kung Fu she has. No sword, though, because that's too much. But goddamn, if you give her a sword. We we took away fucking the erotic. Uh, look at me. The erotic. The, el the electric gauntlets that fucking that's Natasha right. Romanoff has. No. That's fair. No weapons. Yeah. No weapons. But like, yeah, Lord you know, help you. As soon as she whips out her swords, the McManus brothers are pulling out the gats. <laughs> like, that's true. That's very she's true. She's going to go but south the real quick. She's dealt with people with guns, and I don't know. Maybe she could be fast enough and do some crazy shit. Who knows? Mm. But we'll see. 
Either way, um, that's the bride. Let's move on from there. My next pick is... Alright, so I am shocked no one said this, so I'm kind of glad I get to pick it. Ip Man? It, That's a good pick. Did, yeah, okay, I was like, everyone here knows Ip Man. Yeah. I have a problem. He's based on a... I still haven't finished three. I have a problem, have a problem with those with movies. I, I, That's why I didn't pick him. Oh, I thought you meant with, with him being chosen. I'm like, dude, he's not super no. powered in any way. I mean, the fact that he is not touched. Like, he's only hit you once talk about in the plot entire... <laughs> Yeah, that you guys were talking about plot armor. I'm like, dude, it man is not even touched yep. for the entire movie until the very fucking end. And it's like not even. He's just untouchable. He's like this blur that that goes in between things, uses momentum of people to sort of like throw them across the room. It's it's Wing Chun, I think is the name of the the fighting style. And um like I could just imagine you fucking Zangief coming up to it man. Just like, doesn't even matter how much fucking raw energy you have. He's just transferring that shit into the nearest wall. It's just yep. great. And you know, he's the teacher of Bruce Lee. For those of you who don't know who Ip okay. Man is. Now, here's my problem yes. with Ip Man the movies. Is that oh, it God. is okay. nothing like the actual person. Like, nothing sure. that happened in those movies actually happened to Ip Man. And I, it's a dramatization. No, like, no, it's, you not, know. it's it's completely fictional. It is completely fictional, and that's why I didn't. I, I haven't seen two or three because I sat down to watch It Man one, expecting to see a movie about It Man, the real person, and it wasn't that. And I was so disappointed that like I just. I stopped. I suppose, and I can I, since I don't know It Man's actual you know backstory in terms of how accurate it is to the movie. Apparently, not very. But, like, the movie itself, I thought it was very well written in the sense that, like, I liked Ip Man and I definitely wanted to see him succeed. And I, I feel like that character I would still have a drink with and still totally, totally have him to back me up. Because, holy shit, he could probably protect everyone in, like, in, like, record time. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I get you. Okay, cool. I'm like. I get you. All right, all right. Just want to make sure that wasn't too OP of a pick. To OP for no, I, so. I actually really like how uh, we all have kind of different representations in yeah. our group. Mm -hmm. So far, I'm really enjoying this. Like, uh, it's pretty eclectic. Yeah. A lot of my but, crew um, uses uh, martial arts. That's the biggest thing. I have one I, person that's not martial arts, and that's Frank West. Yeah. He doesn't have it. Wow, so the rest of your list, the rest of your list is martial arts. And Fuck. moving on Fuck to me. that, my next pick, which probably Dr. Root is going to have a problem with. What number are you on? Oh, I'm at, f uh, I've only got one more after this one. Oh, okay. So five? Got it. Yes. Okay, so this is uh, second to last. Uh-huh. Akihiko from no. Persona. Now, hold on. No. This is why I knew this no. was okay. Would, you're not even going to let me. You're not even going to let me explain it. Uh, you're not even going to let me explain it. You're not even going to let me explain it. Okay. So post Persona 3, spoilers for Persona 3, but not really the game, just sort of the spin-off material afterwards. They have this whole thing that once you get old, you lose your persona. And it, basically what Akihiko does when that happens is he decides to double down on his boxing training and he becomes like this fucking wandering boxer and he doesn't have any energy beams. He doesn't have his persona. He's just basically this like 
if you could imagine Ryu without any of the Hadoukens, he just basically wanders as like a prize, like a fight club fighter in a way, like an underground fighter. That's what it is. And then the plot of the fucking fighting game is that he does get his persona back, but he doesn't need it. And that's that's my whole point here is Sans persona the same way Black Widow doesn't have her armbands, same way the bride doesn't have her sword. Akihiko with no persona is still a very he damn moves good boxer. So fast you can't see him move. That's a super. So power. does Ip Man. No, exactly. he, no, but it's not. But it is not. It is not super speed. He does not have super speed. That is Bruh. an anime representation of the guy okay. moving fast. That's not the same. It's not like he instant transmissions like fucking Goku or something. His fists then, do? Yeah, totally. Because it's supposed to be a fast punch. It's not like it's JoJo where he's ura ura uring, you know? Like, <laughs> it's different. It's uh. definitely still paced in a realistic way. Although I will agree, the minute the fucking Caesar shows up, his persona, it's null and void. Then we can't have this character in here anymore. However, I still argue that he is a capable fighter on his own without that. Um, but yes, so that is Akihiko Senpai. And the last person on my list... The last person, and this was this is a pretty much a deep cut. And when you said uh, the Hound, my heart kind of skipped a beat, and I was like, "Fuck, you did not Why? steal this." My last pick is Mad Dog from the Raid. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, you fuckers. That's, sorry, you I totally, fuckers. I totally that is just a peaked, good but that's pick. real good. No, I know, dude, I, this is one of the characters that I had in mind when we first did this. I was like, he needs, needs more fucking, like, talk about this character. Mad Dog is from The Raid, okay? And I'm not gonna get too much into, like, what The Raid, like, the, the story behind it. Basically, these officers have to enter a building with a whole bunch of floors, and at the top of the floors is a drug pin, and they have to get to him. That's all I'm gonna say about the story. But one of his I also watched Dread. Yeah, it's it's a, well, the Dread was a ripoff of of the raid. Oh, well, I didn't see Dread at all, so I have no idea what that is. But what I do know is that Mad Dog is one of the generals for the main bad guy, and I swear to God, I thought like watching this guy, I'm like, how are you not animated? Like you are so energized and doing these crazy movements and that movie uses zero zero cable work yep. at all well first it off, is a hundred percent legit hold on a second we what? gotta talk about yayandruhain or fuck I can't, yes his, his last name is so hard to pronounce ruhian i don't know but yayan is yayan yeah one of the fastest martial artists in entertainment today the man He's is crazy. a freaking monster He's so. Like, it, he, he really is just quick as all shit, man. And I love watching him fight. Ugh. That's what I'm saying, because when I saw him, that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you not something CGI? Yeah. You're so fast and so frenetic, and he just moves in the scenery just so... F it, it's like watching a very intricate dance, and you're just mesmerized by his speed. Like, I was just talking about It Man, and that's great and all, but that's that's movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that is designed and shot, like, to be as impressive as possible. Mad Dog is the real deal. He's doing all that shit for real, and it is fucking intense. So yeah. I have to give, like, I, I'm going to give him most of the fights because I've seen this motherfucker clear multiple rooms of people. <laughs> yeah, so Mad Dog is, is definitely my, my last pick, and that's why I kind of was like, no, I think my list is pretty fucking secure. <laughs> His fight versus Jaka is like oh my god! It's a such a it's a short fight, but it's so good, man. 
because well, both of them are incredible martial oh, yeah. artists. Jaka too. He's yep. he does a lot. He does one move where he does a DDT on top of a broken door frame. Yep. And my mind blew up. Like I I couldn't function for the next couple minutes. I was the just like, oh! Yayan with that Muay Thai dude just fucking kills yes. it. It's so good. Ah. So if you learned anything from my list, like fuck everyone else, please go watch the raid yeah. and the sequel, the raid redemption, because yep. it's also very good. That prison yard scene, I cannot watch it without wincing. Yeah, just saying. Oh, anyway, uh, honorable mentions, really quick. Um, Heschel from Legend of Dragoon. No, um, I don't know if anyone's. This is an honorable mention. Uh -huh. Hold on. It's not on my list. This was one of again, these are honorable mentions because I can't put them on the list. Oh, okay. And I could still do the argument of Heschel without his dragoon spirit. He's essentially supposed to be like Bruce Lee. That's uh -huh. his they do this archetype over and over again in video games. So that's that's all it was. And I was like, if I'm gonna have Bruce Lee, I might as well just fucking do it, man. Then fuck it. Um other honorable mention, Barry Burton from Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah, he's a gun I guy. Specifically, specifically didn't pick Rezzy because I thought you were gonna pick Barry or Chris. I thought about it. I definitely thought about I feel it. Like but Chris like, would be good in a bar fight. They both are. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah Chris. They both no, are. No, wait they a minute. Chris has superpowers. Never mind. See, but that's the thing. If well, there's a boulder, yeah. they're not safe. <laughs> that's the thing. Once you start hitting RE5, the characters start getting uh, mm -hmm. absurdly strong, and not even in a realistic sense. It's yeah. just anime. It gets pretty ridiculous. Plus, Barry, like, he's mainly a gun guy, and he has a couple of wrestling moves, so I really wouldn't say he's a big physical guy as much as I'd like him to be. hey -o. Um, And my last honorable mention, Knuckles the Akenda. Obviously, you see why I can't use him. A, powers, but, B, not human. <laughs> yep, yeah, pretty much he hits all the marks, but I was, the, you know, if I want to have a drink and fight with a, you know, and he seems he'd be good at fighting. I love Knuckles. You I can't grew up give with alcohol him. to an animal. Uh, he drinks in the comics, listen, so it, it, it's... Yeah. Unlike Sonic, he doesn't he. chuckle, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's valid. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. So that's my entire list. So how are we feeling? Who do you think's gonna uh, win? I did this? have another honorable mention that I forgot because I did have him on my list at oh. one point. But that was Dean Winchester. As a fighter, really? Dean Winchester? Fuck yeah! The man regularly has like hand-to-hand -hand combat <laughs> with angels and demons. I'm sure he can manage a bar fight. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but you can't I use think... salt on other people in the bar. <laughs> uh, he doesn't use them against angels. It's Saul doesn't I guess do so. shit against I guess angels. So. But what were you saying, Adrian? I'm really shocked nobody picked Solid Snake or Sam Fisher. I was going to put Snake Plissken, but I already used Snake Plissken for my post-apocalyptic team, and I didn't want to double up. Also, mm. I, uh, I, love, I love our boy David and all, but I don't know that I actually want to sit down and have a drink with him because I feel like the conversation is going to get real serious and metaphysical real quick. He's that kind of person who always wants to sound like he's the smartest person in the room. So you're just like, oh, okay, Snake, I get you. <laughs> just keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just wired with nanomachines. Yeah. Well, you know. But, um, that's in the spin -offs. I think, honestly, I think my team wins. What? Oh? With Ip Man, Jackie yeah. Chan, and Mad Dog. Really? Yeah. How? I have way who? too much plot armor. 
on the first two guys, Dalton and Wayne. It, Too much plot armor there. Okay, Dalton and uh, Wayne, did they get hit once in their entire movie? Uh, Wayne gets hit, yeah, oh. but he still stands. But oh. I'm just saying, it man and, literally and never Dalton, gets hit. Dalton, Dalton takes hits, but he's a bouncer, and he knows how to deal with martial artists. Dude, I know, but Natasha when you talk about fucking plot armor, the dude. ground, get out of here. I'm sorry. Uh, also, Geef is here. He could literally smother uh, Mad Dog. I would love. Yeah, I would right. love to see Natasha fight Zangief. That'd be fun. Actually, for me, it's good. Wait, you can uh, do that, Erotica, can't you? Erotica's gonna take care of Natasha. You can do that. What, James? You can do. You can have Zangief fight Black Widow. I think oh, it's in one true. of the Marvel vs. Capcoms. Yeah. You can do that. <laughs> that's really funny. The, it just goes to show you only there's fucking a, Capcom. The rumble, release two, please. The rumble in Russia. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be awesome. <laughs> if only there was a good Marvel. <laughs> there is. It's two, but it doesn't exist anymore. It sucks. What do you mean it doesn't exist anyway, anymore? Anyway, but it's not on the marketplace. You oh, can't buy yeah, MVC2 anymore. Sucks, but anyway, I still think Ip Man and at least Mad Dog. I don't know. You know what's no really one here funny is giving me a character to beat them. I'd like to see him fight Spike. That would be because really Spike slick. Spiegel is basically Bruce Lee, right? His fighting they're, style they're fighting is, is Jeet Kune Do, which is what Bruce Lee adapted from Wing Chun. So it'd be really uh -huh. cool to watch Ip Man and Spike fight. Like everyone else would be, be fighting, so and then all of a sudden just be this calm in the center of the bar, <laughs> and wah, wah, wah. it'd be great. But their but their movements, like the way that they fight, they would be just constantly like shifting momentums. Yep. It'd be the weirdest thing. Also, and I, I kind Lee of Christmas curious to see that too. Fighting, um, fucking what was your last pick? George. Mine? Yeah. Mad Dog? Mad Dog, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Jason Statham fighting Yu Yin. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be such a dope-ass fight. It would be, but is it sad that I still think Yayan would get it? Because like, he's I, I, I just think he so could, fucking I, real. Yeah, but look, we make fun of Jason Statham a lot, but the reality, like, not make fun of, but he, we, we don't take him as seriously, but he is a very accomplished martial artist. Like, legitimately so. Like... I, I I feel like if Yuyan and Jason were actually fighting, like sparring or whatever, it's close, man. I don't know. We'll have to see. Actually, I'd love to see that. Mm -hmm. But one thing I want to see is fucking uh, Jackie Chan fighting Stripperella. Because <laughs> that like totally fits in with Jackie Chan's whole like, oh, no. Oh, this is so awkward. Oh, I don't want to. And he's like, I don't want to hit you. Ooh, uh -huh. ah. And you're, like, like how he, he does, he, it just fits with his MO. He's like not touching her, but still like dropping things to block her and shit. Exactly, exactly. Where it's just like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not hitting you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jackie's got a sense of humor, and he respects. You know, he respects women. <laughs> he doesn't want to. Maybe someone but, uh, can come up behind Jackie and do that thing from uh, from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh yeah. <laughs> where she uses his but arms. The what thing? But she's so soft. <laughs> But yeah, no, this. I personally feel Jackie Chan, if you do ready to rumble Jackie Chan, he'll probably try to leave the bar fight. Mm. 
well because more often than not most of the time he's like leave me alone and he fucking runs away but see he tries to run away and everyone goes after exactly with jackie chan's look though he'd be trying to get away but like i don't know dean or not dean um the boondog saints would like push over Uh one of the chairs and it would block the door and zangief would accidentally throw a booth and jackie would have to duck and you know what i mean like he'd want to but he's not leaving I guess the better question to ask is if all three of these teams fight, there's not going to is the bar going to stand? Mr. Rogers no. in a bloodstained sweater. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ultimate showdown. But uh, uh I think we have a really solid list. Honestly, I I think at some point a lot of these characters would stop fighting and just start talking. Oh yeah. Cuz like Frank's going to want a story. He's not going to, you know, he's here for a reason. He's a journalist. He's covered wars, you know. Mm-hmm. He um, so I think it's the time for the shout outs and also for you guys listening out there, please give us your list of who would you want backing you up in your team? Yes. Who are your bar fight uh, buddies? Against us. Oh. You just join up at the bar and you see us scrapping and you're like, Ooh, this is a fine. This how is that do you scene do? From Let me call my right? friends. Where just all the, the different teams start Brick, fighting. Yeah. Brick, where did you get a hand grenade? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, do you guys think I should make like a Twitter poll and have them vote on who has the best team? Or should it just be them bringing up their team? Whatever you want. But Okay. Well, I think, I think, I think they should bring, you know, their team. Okay. I think that's a good pick too. We'd like to go ahead and shout out to the freaks that we know we're listening. Scrap, Frothy, Scott. Who else we got? Cheyenne. Oscar. Oscar. Hey, man. And wait, uh, on the note of Oscar, real quick, by the way, our topic was DC movies, not DC Universe movies. So V for Vendetta States. Anyway. But <laughs> it was DC comic book movies, but it was still a comic mm-hmm, book. Exactly. So. Still totally works. Um, since, okay, you got, you got your shout outs, your mine. Holy quick, I, I got my little uh, list here. So quick shout outs to Beefy Sumo, Lindsay. Vaughn, Boog, Luna, uh, CJ, and I'm sure I missed a whole bunch of other people. And if it's Team BBC, they can go fuck themselves. So <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> uh, also, really quick, a shout outs to Robot Stone Age, yes. Cody and CJ, and uh, Kehlani, which I think she listens. She also wants to start watching your streams because she loves your team name, BBC. Hell yeah. I, I told her, I was like, obviously she has good taste. All right. She can recognize a title of greatness when she sees it. Also, uh, I think I'm going to drop our Twitter handles at least. Uh, I am Adrian Doodliness on Twitter. Wait. On Instagram, Adrian MDOD. Uh, <laughs> this is the most sloppy uh, social media segment. <laughs> Uh, it's the first one where we combine the shout outs and the social media part. You're doing great, honey. Uh, Adrian Doodliness on Twitter, uh, Adrian MDOD on Instagram, uh, Dr. Rude MD, right? That's uh, uh, right. Did I say R R U D E M D. Bone King TV. That is correct. At Bone King TV. The show's own Twitter, which is F A N F R E E K S. And you can find us under the same You're name on it. Facebook. I was waiting for that somebody is. else. And <laughs> lastly, but not least, uh, someone's birthday is this weekend. It's Sunday. And uh, it's a freak that will always be with us. 
R.I.P. Our brother, uh, Michael Medina. Happy birthday, bro. We still miss you. Happy birthday, Michael. Happy birthday.